Welcome to our belated Thanksgiving episode on the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain, and I am your host, Grace Scotto. I hope everybody was able to spend time with their families and enjoy some yummy food. Today, I am going to be talking about giving thanks and how to embrace that gratitude plus listening to our bodies because food is fuel. So I know we're a little late, but yesterday was Thanksgiving. I am currently recording this on November 25th. Fun fact, this is actually my second time recording my this podcast episode because once I finished recording it literally two seconds ago, it said that all of the audio was unable to, you know, process or use. It was just basically all scrap. So I'm restarting this episode a little annoyed, but nevertheless, I'm here and I'm ready to talk about Thanksgiving. I actually had a really good Thanksgiving with my family this year, and I hope you were too. Um, we have a small family, so we tend to keep Thanksgiving chill and comfortable. Um, but every morning we wake up and we've always had cinnamon buns since I was born. I, like since I can remember, we've had cinnamon buns for breakfast on Thanksgiving morning. And we watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. As cheesy as it is, we do love to watch it. And then we, you know, drink our coffee and we hang out and just kind of relax. One of my favorite things to do on holidays is watch like holiday themed episodes of my favorite shows. So yesterday I was watching the Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episodes and the Gilmore Girls Thanksgiving episodes just to get into that vibe and feel the theme. I seriously love them so much. And then we all got in the car and went to my grandparents' house because they host Thanksgiving and we brought some food over. They made the food and we just feasted. And then to end the night, as a family, we watched the Charlie Brown Snoopy Thanksgiving special. It's our favorite. We are big fans of Snoopy in the Scotto household. To hop more into our typical introduction schedule or whatever you want to call it, our little routine, um, the book of the week is Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. I finished Things We Never Got Over, and I can safely say that that is now one of my all-time favorite books ever. Like, it might be one of my favorites of 2022. I got into my reading phase around January into February, and my book collection has grown tremendously. Like, I seriously have turned into such a big reader now. I love it so much. But I finished that book, and I loved it. And now I'm switching things up and reading a classic because I love the movie and I just thought Pride and Prejudice would be a next read that would be pretty good. It's been on my TBR for a long time and the physical copy of the book that I have is like generations old and the pages are faded and it's pretty much an antique and it's just so old and it's like fits the vibe and it smells like an old book and I just love it. It's like totally me geeking out but I'm very excited to dive in deeper. I'm only on like the third chapter but yeah it's a classic and everyone should read it. But you guys, I am now in full-time Christmas mode. Um, today was Black Friday. You're probably not listening to this um, the night this comes out because it's 9.52 and I'm not even like 10 minutes in. But I went shopping. My mom and I went to Barnes & Nobles because I had a gift card for $50 and I bought four different books. Um, I got Kisser Once for Me, One Day in December, The Virgin Suicides, and... Um, things we never got over, all by different authors, and I'll butcher their names, but I'm sure I'll talk about them more as we get into our books of the weeks and as that continues with the pod. 
um that's seriously my favorite part of the introduction is telling you guys what book i'm reading so that's not going anywhere so stay tuned um and ironically i ran into one of my friends and we shopped for books together tonight everything was so mobbed and packed because everyone was there but regardless of the buy one get one 50 off and my gift card and my mom's 20 percent off teacher um um like her little teacher like thing she gets why am i blanking so hard on words right now she gets like a little reward because she's a teacher anyways my total was like still 60 bucks no regrets though because i love books and i haven't gone book shopping in a hot second um and then we also went to Marshalls to get gifts for people. I actually ended up only getting stuff for myself, which is, huh, how did that happen, you know? Um, but my mom and I hit the gold mine in Marshalls. Uh, I've, I've never happened in my life. The first thing I got were these little slippers that I've been wanting forever. They're the um, the Uggs dupes. The Uggs slippers are like 150 bucks, And as much as I love them, I'm just not going to spend that much money for Uggs. For Christmas, though, I do really want the Boston Clog Birkenstocks. That is on my list. Not Uggs, though. No offense to those who have them. I just don't think it's worth the money because I got these dupes from Marshalls. They're so cute, and they were $14.99. Literally such a good purchase. And then my mom and I were kind of wrapping things up, and we were like, let's go look in the skincare just for the hell of it because it's cheap, and you sometimes can find good products, whatever. Um, One of the shelves... I kid you not, was filled with Emma Chamberlain's line of skincare, Bad Habit Beauty, and her collab with Clear Genius's Bliss, the serums and everything, for like $4.99 each. So I got so many new Bad Habit Beauty products to try. I absolutely love her skincare line. It is my favorite. I got her Acai Nightly Cleansing Balm. I'm so excited to try that. I got her um, Refreshing Mist her matcha cleanser. Like I got so many different things. And my mom and I also got some acne treatments and some serums from Bliss. I was so excited. Literally $4.99 each, super cheap, completely brand new packaging. Like it was perfect. We couldn't have lucked out. And I've never had that much luck in a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls, but I'm just so obsessed. Um, So yeah, Today, honestly, I've just like I slept until 1 p.m. and I woke up and had like apple pie and pancakes and cereal. I feasted this morning because the Thanksgiving grub never ends. Um, and then we went shopping. And now I'm recording my podcast for the second time. But um, I also have to put up my Christmas tree. If I don't do it tonight, it's going to be tomorrow morning. I'll do that and decorate my room for Christmas. I'm so excited. I just love this time of year. Um, but I have a job for you guys. I need you to literally pause this episode and head over to my Instagram at Chronicles of the Teenage Brain and tell me what types of holiday themed episodes you want to hear because it was a lot easier coming up with ideas for Halloween than it is Christmas, believe it or not, because you guys probably don't want to hear about crazy conspiracy theories <laughs> on Christmas Eve. I don't know, um, but you guys, please, please let me know because... I don't know. I just, I am lacking ideas. So hopefully you guys can help me out and let me know what you'd like to hear. I have a really good quote of the week. It was just, I don't know, like just hit. Like when I read it, I was like, yeah, this is the one. And I actually found the author so I can give credit to someone. But it is Stop Measuring Days by Degree of Productivity. 
and start experiencing them by degree of presence by Alan Watts. I think that this is so important and something that we have to carry with us forever. It's so easy to claim that we had a bad day or, you know, like, oh, we had a shitty week because we weren't that productive. But what we're missing is in that present moment, were we happy? Because if we were happy, then it doesn't need to make sense to others and we shouldn't claim it unworthy. You know, we can't keep living in the past and the future. We have to focus on what's going on in the present. If you're living in the present moment and you're happy and you're relaxed and you're calm, then you should have nothing to worry about. But it's so easy for me to say that I had a bad day or I'm lazy and just talk horribly about myself because I didn't want it. I like I didn't reach that degree of productivity. So that's why we need to start measuring our days by presence and how we feel living in that moment based on what we could have done, what we didn't do, etc. Because that is just toxic and a waste of our time. But I want to hop into one of our main themes for this week's episode, and that is giving thanks. I know, I know that this is kind of cliche and you guys are like, yeah, okay, we get it. We've heard enough of this now, blah, blah, blah. But there are some important things that I want to remind you guys about especially as Christmas and other holidays are creeping up. So, giving gratitude throughout the year is crucial for good mental health. Gratitude stimulates your neurotransmitters, which are the hormones that bring energy and happiness into your life experience and how you live your day-to-day. Guys, I'm taking chemistry this year, so we're going to get science on the pod, but it's just like proven It's a proven fact that gratitude and thankfulness helps your mind. Giving thanks is especially important when celebrating your family or those you love in your life. Your family is forever, through the good times and the bad. They provide for us, love us, and accept us, and they are a very important part of our lives. You can show this by enjoy taking time off of work or school, travel to see loved ones, new places, and experience a change in scenery. Notice the changing of seasons. It's time for a transition in growth, and this is a really good way to learn how to embrace change. I like to think of this as like changing the narrative and looking at things on the positive side. You know, regardless if you have, you know, a good relationship or not with your family, focus on someone who brings light into your life and someone that you can give thanks to and express gratitude towards. Here are some ways to give thanks. Say the words out loud verbally and express your appreciation face-to-face with a gratitude visit. It means a lot more, I think, when you physically say it to someone versus just through like a text or a comment on Instagram, especially if it's someone who is important in your life. It is important to like show that effort and show them that you really care. Another thing that you can do is write a gratitude letter or note. Um... You can give this to someone or even just keep it for yourself as a little reminder. Um, But if you don't like those ideas, then you can also show gratitude through creative expressions. I know someone who painted their family a picture to represent gratitude and thankfulness. So if you're someone who doesn't like to do things verbally, then there's always that. And you can do that through painting, you know, drawing, making a song, um, doing 
a dance, like literally whatever it may be to show that you are grateful. It doesn't have to be big or small. It doesn't even have to cost money. It's just an important thing to do and it's a good way to go out of your way and show thanks. You can also give a gratitude gift. I know this is like kind of popular considering that it's the holiday seasons and a big part of that is giving gifts, but also just giving random gifts throughout the year, big or small, like it doesn't have to be expensive. Just to be like a little reminder of I'm thankful for you, that's another great way to do so. And this last one I think is probably the biggest one is just genuinely ask this person that you're thankful for how they are doing and listen to their response and genuinely care about their feelings and take into consideration what they're saying because that can go a long way and can have a bigger impact than you realize. One of my favorite ways to express gratitude and practice mindfulness is journaling. Believe it or not, I know, right, guys? This is shocker. This is like a shocker. Um, I am a big journaling enthusiast. Here are some of my favorite gratitude journaling prompts that you guys can use for inspiration. Number one, what is something different about your family that you appreciate? Which season is your favorite and why are you grateful for it? What are three things that you have done that you thank yourself for? Write about a friend or a person that you are grateful for. What did they do that makes you feel this way? What mistakes or failures are you grateful for? And think about the lessons you have learned. List five activities that bring you joy. What makes you smile or what has made you smile over the last 24 hours and why? Write about a perfect day and why you're grateful for it. What are you grateful for when it comes to your physical well-being? And last, but certainly not least, is describe a hard time or challenge you have faced that has made you a stronger person today. I challenge you all to sit down and try some of these prompts. I know that I'm going to continue them and some more throughout the holiday season. Journaling is just such an easy way to express gratitude and to kind of give yourself like a healthy little break and practice mindfulness. Not only does expressing gratitude uplift others, but it also helps your mental health and self-esteem. Spend less time watching other people live their lives and spend more time enjoying your own. Practicing gratitude and mindfulness can really help boost this idea. You know, as a teenager who is on social media 24-7, it is super easy to see others living their lives and seeing all of the things that you don't have and jealousy and that toxic mindset can really come into play but journaling and expressing gratitude and practicing mindfulness can really help us understand that we have more than we think and we are very lucky to be in the place that we are right now so keep that in mind and this doesn't just have to be throughout the holiday season too by the way everything I'm going to say in this episode you can take with you for the rest of your life, like every single day you can practice this stuff. I just thought it would be fitting to do around this time of the year. Another important aspect that I am going to be talking about in this episode is listening to our bodies. Another important part of Thanksgiving and enjoying the holiday season besides giving thanks is listening to our bodies and being kind to ourselves. What I mean by this is being mindful of how you talk about your body and how others talk about it. It's so easy to look in the mirror and point out every single flaw about ourselves. You know, I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I'm getting another zit on my forehead. Like, here we go. Like, acne, ew, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not 
saying like, wow, my eyes are beautiful or I have a really nice smile. We need to switch this narrative and this perspective and change how we talk about ourselves. Be an ally to your body by listening to it and setting healthy boundaries. Is your body hungry or does it feel pressured by others? What does it want to eat? Does it need rest? Pay attention to your body and allow it to feel whatever it is that it's feeling. Then nourish it when it's asking to be nourished. This can go so many different ways, but seriously, if you are in the moment where you are feeling hungry, you don't need permission and you don't need validation to eat. It is normal. Food is fuel and it is so incredibly important. Another good example that I have is There have been days like after school or just even on the weekends where I've literally slept for hours on end and then I wake up feeling super, super negative and I'm just like pissed at myself for not being productive. But sometimes I take a step back and think and like that was my body's way of saying, hey, I need rest and I need time to recharge and gain energy. And that was me listening to my body. It's so important that we pay attention to the signals that our body gives us. Know that you deserve love this holiday season. Please, please remember that. You are worthy and deserving of love and celebration that comes with holidays. Remind yourself consistently that you have worked hard. You have made it through every hard day to get to where you are. Take the time to reflect on the year and all the amazing things that your body has allowed you to do. If you're someone who plays sports or someone who sings or dance, writes, literally say thank you to your body for allowing you to come this far and for allowing you to do all of these amazing things that you do. You deserve to celebrate your body. It's beautiful. It's your temple. It's your home. And you should treat it with kindness. Something else that I just want to say and point out is that remember that weight gain and fluctuations are totally normal and not our enemies. Whether you're losing weight or gaining weight, and it's fluctuating, that's just a way for our bodies to regulate and keep healthy. There is nothing wrong with that, and you do not deserve to be punished because of it. It's normal. Another key part of this is intuitive eating. So according to the National Eating Disorder Association, intuitive eating is about trusting your body to make food choices that feel good for you without judging yourself or the influence of diet culture. Nobody wants to follow a harsh diet during the holidays. So don't deprive yourself of foods that you love. Learn how to listen to your body. I am very lucky. I have always grown up with a family who is encouraged intuitive eating. I know others have, you know, been in environments with like diets being forced on them and stuff. Luckily, I've never dealt with that. Um, And I've always grown up being taught to listen to my body and feed my body when it's hungry or when it's giving me these signs. And that's something that everyone should work on because balance is key. And that is the main point of all of this. Intuitive eating and balance correspond with each other. And if you can learn how to incorporate them in your daily life, then you will just feel a hundred times better. So some ways to practice intuitive eating during the holidays is focus on food flexibility There are going to be a wide range of foods depending on your culture or what you're celebrating and allow yourself to have some of those amazing foods, whatever it may be from gingerbread to cakes, different meats and, you know, puddings, whatever. There's so much. Embrace your intuition and give yourself unconditional permission to eat. You need to focus on what your mind is telling you because your gut tuition is always correct 
but also you don't need permission to eat foods at all. Absolutely not. If your body's hungry and your body's craving it, allow your body to have it. You know, just keep things in moderation and have a healthy balance and you don't have to worry about a thing. Trust me, I, there's not a day that doesn't go by where I don't have a cookie or a piece of pie. Like apple pie during the holiday seasons is my favorite thing. Cookies, are you kidding me? I'm here for it. You don't need permission for any of those things because your body deserves fuel. Savor the holiday flavors. You don't want to regret not eating your favorite gingerbread cookies or your grandma's homemade apple pie. There are so many different flavors and yummy treats that correspond to different holidays and you don't want to miss out on them. And connecting to what I said before, but remember gratitude and grace. You are so thankful to have all of the amazing food during the holidays. Not a lot of people get them and not many have a family to celebrate or a meal on the table. So be thankful for what you have and enjoy it. Please, please remember that no matter what you have eaten today, yesterday or the holiday before, you deserve to eat tomorrow and the day after that. Food is not earned and food is not your enemy. Holidays can be hard, but you are stronger. So enjoy some pumpkin pie and spend time with those you love. Regardless if you feasted the night before on Thanksgiving, I know I did. I woke up this morning and I still had breakfast. I had pancakes and bacon. I also had a piece of pie and cereal. Like I literally feasted again this morning and I had no regrets whatsoever. It was delicious and my body was just hungry and my body was like, hey, like I'm growing. I need food. And I did it and I ate. And we also had leftovers for dinner tonight. Oh, we, us Scottos know how to do our holiday leftovers because we were grubbing tonight too. It was delicious. I am so full. Um, I even had a turkey ginger, no, a turkey sugar cookie with frosting on it afterwards. So I have no regrets whatsoever and my body is pleased and I got the most out of this Thanksgiving. I can't wait to feast again next year, but it's so important and everyone deserves to enjoy the holidays, regardless if that's spending time with your family or those you love, eating, embracing your culture, whatever it may be. You are strong and you deserve to have a good time. You don't need permission to eat certain things or to, you know, have joy, whatever. Just be grateful for what you have. Give thanks and eat some delicious food because that has to be my favorite part of the holidays. One of my favorite parts. There's so many of them, but oh, food. I am a foodie. I could have a whole podcast episode and talk for hours about food. But, you know, if you want if you want me to do that, let me know. But I am probably going to keep this episode short and light. I am tired. You guys are probably tired too. And you probably want to go listen to Christmas music. Um then listen to a podcast, so I don't blame you. But thank you all so much for listening. Remember that you deserve all of the love this holiday season, and I will catch you back soon. And stay tuned for some festive episodes coming out. I am very excited, and I love you all lots. This is the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain signing out. Catch you all next week. <laughs>